podcast today we have a very very dope and actually one of my favorite comedians uh, yeah on set you know also (laughs) one of my favorite people to follow on twitter uh very underrated twitter account um anthony moore uh thank you man thanks for having me yeah yo on twitter i I really i'm blocked by so many people Mm. You just move the chair while I'm talking. <laughs> no, no, no. no, I'm blocked by so many people. I'd be surprised my shit still be going viral. Yeah, yeah. nah. You have some pretty yeah. good tweets, bro. But at yeah. the same time, I appreciate that. Like, I've had people that that block me on Twitter and come see me at a show. Right. They'd be like, yo, you funny as shit. So yeah. I pre- that, that, that really mean a lot that we're... Mm. I know they don't fuck with me, but they can't deny it. Exactly. And the one thing about, like, comedy, I feel like it it's contextual. Like a tweet right. is like you know you're gonna get whatever I can give you in these amount of characters, but right? And yeah, that's the thing. If you it is contextual, so it's like if you don't know a person or their pers- personality, right? A joke might read bad, right? Right. Especially depending on how like some of these people quote tweet it, mm-hmm. it, you'll lose all context. It might be sarcastic, whatever the case may be, right? Com- Comedy is contextual, um, but. I'm definitely a fan of uh, of your tweets or whatever. I appreciate that, bro. I definitely appreciate you. Yeah. Um, uh, did, did you want to have anything to drink? This is some tequila. It is Cinco de Mayo as we're recording yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I'll drink so I, a little bit. All right. Yeah. I mean, I just I just washed these glasses, so you mean? Yeah. I'll definitely take some. <laughs> this, is, this is some new shit for the set, too. Y'all haven't seen this yet. I'm going to refill my glass as well. Right. I'm going uh, to keep it light because I know you got a show later. Right, yeah. Is that good or? Um. Yeah, that's cool. That's right. cool. Especially if I'm drinking just straight yeah. to kill. It. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean, grown man stuff over here is gonna put some some hair on your chest if you Ooh. ain't got it already. Yeah, <laughs> eighteen hundred is it's cheap. It's very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, one of the first questions I had written down was, uh, you know, how did you how did you and Dom come about? I always thought it was dope because I remember him calling me, just um, telling me like, Yo, man, I'm about to interviewed this comedian or whatever when he was yeah. doing things well before we got the studio right um what was it for you to when you saw like this young young guy that's like um, doing this podcast you for know me for me when it come to doing podcasts or collaborating with people i really don't even care about the names right because i mean i know i know a lot of people i know mm-hmm. a lot of big names but it really just not that that doesn't intrigue me right but what, what made me like i'm willing to work with people just based off they they work out they being hungry right so i don't care if you just new into the game if you if you reach out to me mm-hmm. i'm always willing to help out somebody that um that believe in themselves. right and like for him for him I, especially like when he was doing it when he wasn't making any money off it mm-hmm. investing into the the, he was doing it at Rec Philly. Right. So it was like, that's yeah. an investment right there. I was watching the Rec Philly video, trying to prepare a couple of questions and stuff. 
And I'm like, his posture in that joint was hilarious. He just kept, he just kept like fanning out on the on the uh, on the on the table and shit. I'm like, bro, why are you sitting like that? Like, this is well before he was like, you know, sitting on the couch and everything like that. I'm yeah. like, you could tell he just was excited to have somebody um, also believe in what he was doing. Yeah. And uh, the interview just was going well too. And I, for me, being for that to be one of my best friends watching that, I remember feeling like, damn, this is dope to see like. Somebody who's establishing themselves in the comedy world, give him a shot, and then also respect what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I had, I love that. I love that, especially because I know how it was for me. Mm -hmm. I know how it was for me on the come up where I'm trying to break in the comedy scene, being young, mm -hmm. trying to earn the respect of my peers. So I definitely, I'm saying, I, I definitely respect just his and the whole team watching y'all, right? Because. Like I said, I've been doing comedy a while, right. but I'm just starting my podcast. Right, so right, right. So for me, this is about to be a leap for me. Mm -hmm. I know people want to hear my jokes, but it's a big step to mm -hmm. to even believe that people want to hear just my thoughts when I'm not being funny. Right. So, yeah. so I'm always willing to help out. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned, you know, starting your podcast. Uh, for one... Shameless plug. What's the name of it? The uh, name them, of my everything. podcast is going to be We Want More. We Want More. We, oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, the We Want More podcast. That's two more O's. with two O's. Yeah. Um, I love a good and, play on words. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited to share this because I'm excited to share it just because um, I feel like I have a unique take. Right. I have a unique take on things, whether it be from a comedic aspect or mm -hmm. just um, just whether it be comedy or just random stuff. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to share this shit. I listened to a few episodes I recorded. So I got one of my homies that I'm on there recording with. And, mm -hmm. and I was also real selective with who I wanted to be a co-host right. because right. I didn't want to just go with just any comedian that I know. Mm -hmm. I originally wanted to do it with my friends down here in Philly, mm -hmm. but I was like, uh, it's going, it's kind of going to be a lot traveling back and forth. Yeah, it is a lot. Um, Working with everybody's schedules, right? Yeah, all of figuring that. out schedules. Yeah, especially when it's like um, when it's not people that already have a podcast. Right, right. Like I'm bringing them into my world, so it's like now I got to convince them why they should do mine. Mm. So I was like, who up there could I figure out to do one with? So I'm actually doing it with one of my homies that I could really hang with and vibe out of comedy because I wanted to give the people right. the most authentic me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna be talking about. Am I talking about comedy? Mm -hmm. Not really. It's more so really just me talking about random shit, right. random um, <coughs> random topics that come to mind, current events, and then I got a special segment on there right. that I, I can't wait. I, can't, yeah. I think people going to fuck with that segment. Yeah, I'm working on some segments too. We're going to get yeah. into that later on my thing. Um, but I I, I, I think uh, what's dope about what you said, for me, uh, when I was trying to start this thing, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's cheap tequila, y'all. It's cheap. <laughs> but um, when I was trying to build the show and the ideas I have for the show, I felt like my co-host isn't here. Um, I'd also do a different version of this where it's a little bit more candid, relaxed. Okay. Um, I wanted to pick somebody who wasn't one of my friends, one right. of, like a direct friend, because I wanted them to respect the work. Right. Um, you know, Keon or Dom. We talk a lot about how people give you homie work. Right. Where it's like, that's my dog. He going, you know, I ain't going to give him the best, my best ability type shit. Bro, I'm going to just give. That should be pissing me off. It'd be pissing me off. So and that's kind of why with this pod that I'm doing, mm -hmm. that's also a reason why I'm kind of taking my time because I'm, I'm 
I've done podcasts before right. where I'm just a guest. Like, right. how, how I am now? Mm-hmm. I'm just showing up, talking, mm-hmm. but I'm not really hands-on with this. I'm not doing the editing or the clips. Right. Whereas, like, with my podcast, mm-hmm. I went out, I got the roadcaster. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching myself mm-hmm. how to, I'm, I'm just, right now I'm just editing the audio on Audacity on the mm. free program. So nice. it's like I'm yeah. teaching myself how to use that. Mm-hmm. Um teaching myself how to use CapCut for the cuts, right. for the for the clips and all of that. So I'm taking my time to learn the process because I didn't want to have to wait for anybody. Right. Cuz I know how it is with my stand-up clips. Mm-hmm. I hit a nigga up that I know is a videographer and know how to edit it. Right. I hit him up, "Bro, can you do this for me?" Nigga taking his time. Right. And it's and like, I'm, "Yeah, and, I got you." It's always like, I got you. I'm like, you. "Bro, I'll pay you." Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Don't worry about the bread. I got you. But now, because he didn't get that bread, he taking his time. He taking his time. So that's why I was like, no, nah, with this, I want to be on my time. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, that's and, that was something for me, And it's too. like, if I win, I want to win on my own. And if I fail, at least I know I failed trying. I, I failed my way. Right. Because Dom, remember, during the pandemic, I was doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Bro, bro, that shit, Dom, mm-hmm. Larry Lionel. Them niggas was calling me, bro. Why the fuck are you doing this? Yeah. You look unhappy on that joint. <laughs> yeah, that joint look. That, it was a bad joint. So right. I was like, no. If I'm a fail, mm. at least it's gonna be my way. Yeah, yeah. I totally understand that. Yeah, and I, I feel like this is this is interesting too. Um, that pride in it can make or break you. Right. I feel like for me, I would have started doing this a lot earlier if I didn't have that pride of it needs to be by myself, built on my own, and- uh, Oh, you need it, a team. Yeah, and I think uh, in a lot of ways, relinquishing that power has allowed me to be the best version of myself on camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was doing this all by myself, it would have never, I've I've recorded, and I don't think I've ever told, you know, Dom or anything, like I've, I've recorded episodes of a podcast for myself mm-hmm. that I just never put out because there were so many layers to it that I felt like I had to learn this, I gotta learn that. And it gets overwhelming trying to be a perfectionist. Right. Um, That's what I kind of want to get back to. Yeah. So so for me, when I was in high school, y'all a little younger than me. Mm. But how old are you? I'm 20, 25. I'm about to okay. turn 26. Yeah. So when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I remember they came out with the iPhone 3G, 3GS. Yeah, that right? was like my yeah my first iPhone. It was like the first iPhone where you could record a video right. and upload it straight to YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I would do this every Thursday. Mm-hmm. I would record a video of me just talking in the crib just being funny by myself, mm-hmm. and I will upload it to YouTube, and that's what all that and more originally was. Oh, right. Okay. Which is, this is, so this is before stand-up or anything was a thought. I just knew I wanted a TV show, and I would do it, I would do like a, I would do, I would make sure the video would be a minimum of 22 minutes. Right. Because that's what a sitcom is. A sitcom, a TV, oh, yeah. a sitcom is 22 minutes, and that extra eight minutes is really commercial. commercial work, right. So I would do that every Thursday night, and, um. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking. It was just me just being organic, just talking, being funny. Mm -hmm. But then as I got into comedy, I started thinking, oh, I got to be perfect. And that's why I'm like so hesitant with putting out content because I got that perfectionist mind state when now I'm like, no, man, I just got to get the people me and just let them decide on whether they fuck with it or not. Right. And and I do see, and I'm kind of mad at myself because I do see like when I do put out content, Mm -hmm. people do fuck with it. It works, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm definitely getting back to that. So I'm telling you, the, I watched the first episode, watching these clips. I think people are going to really rock with this shit. Yeah. My uh, my other question for you, and this is something 
that I, I've always been curious about for comedians that do podcasts. Yeah. I know a lot of what y'all do as far as like, you know, working out your bits on stage is like, it needs to be private because when y'all do put it together for a special, this is the final edited, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we've worked, I've worked through this process. I feel like when you guys come on and do podcasts, sometimes it, it it's different for everybody. It, I feel like, how is it for you working out material and then deciding like I got to do a podcast too, and then some of some of what you do for the podcast is going to cross into that yeah. line of what you do on um, stage. No, it it definitely crosses. It definitely crosses sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. I don't mind it crossing because one, um, I'm the same person. Me, I'm. I know I'm not putting on a gimmick. Right. So mm-hmm. so some people get lost where it's like they putting on an act. Where it's like me. The mm-hmm. same person I am on stage is like who I am when I'm chilling, right? And when I am on podcast, mm-hmm. so sometimes it's definitely going across, right? So I don't mind it at all. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it at all. And it's like sometimes it just it just so happens where I might say something on a podcast where I'm like, damn, I need to take that to the stage, right? Because I've had that happen where I was telling somebody, I was telling somebody the story about something that was going on, where like I was telling a story about how how I have a gay following. Right. So I have a oh, gay yeah. following online. <laughs> I was yeah. telling somebody about that, and I, I was telling them, like, the gay following was coming from somebody thinking, I'm this gay porn star. Right. So then they was like, yo, <laughs> do you talk about that on stage? Yeah. I was like, no. And they was like, yo, I don't, why That's not? That's a great bit, yeah. So, yeah. Then for me talking about that, it was like, oh, shit, this is coming from a real place. Or where I talk about me catching niggas still packages. Right. Which is, yeah, sometimes sometimes the truth like, don't rhyme. It, like, Sometimes the truth is exactly what it is. Or you don't know cut, no nothing. Like even my like my barber joke. Mm-hmm. So originally how I used to do my barber joke, I used to talk about how men are more faithful to their barbers than they are to their girls. You know, right? not to cut you off, yeah. that's been a joke of mine since I was like a kid. Right. Like <laughs> And that's the thing. So Yeah, that's real shit. Like So I was like and that was the that was the for me, that was the problem with it. I was like, this joke too basic. Right. Everybody right, right. Right, Everybody right. kind of talks about this or mentions this in some way. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got to talk about my actual situation with my barber. Mm-hmm. And my cousin, who's my barber, he mm-hmm. had got booked. Oh, wow. So when my cousin got booked, I did start going to somebody else. My cousin got booked. He did five years. Mm-hmm. And when he came back home, when he came home, I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, So I would literally, I would go to him for a shape up. Mm. Then, like, a week and a half later, I would go to my other barber for a shape-up. Right. I was like, yo, I can't keep doing this shit. Yeah, you was living a double <laughs> life. Right, yeah. <laughs> and that's how my barber joke really came to be. So, yeah. when I came, that was one of the first jokes where I really put my life into a bit. Mm. And I was like, yo, that that was the joke that made me realize, yo, I, could, I think I could do this comedy shit. I love that. You know, that's, that's dope for me because whenever I show people your work, I always yeah. show them the barber thing. Yeah. Cause I'm like, this joke <laughs> is perfect. Like, this is perfect. This is exactly how it feels like as a man to be like, yo, and I kinda want to see another bar. Like, it, yeah. that's what it feels like. And to watch how people respond to that bit. Right. That's kinda like, um, I look at the, my barber bit, I kinda, I'm not holding it to the same weight, but I kinda look at that as like mm-hmm. my version of, of like Bernie's, um, I'm not scared of you, motherfuckers. Like, okay, like, I look at that as like, I, that's like my signature. Your introduction. Yeah, like, that's like my the, introduction to the world. Yeah, I, I'm here moment. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I'm really proud of that, bro. I, when I did that, I cried like a baby. 
I love that, bro. I love yeah. a good cry. Bro, yeah. I just cried on the podcast. Like, yeah. like I had a Patreon, <laughs> yeah, that's so right. I cried on. Check bro, it out on Patreon. Because yeah. I did that show. So when I did that show, I taped that at um at Warm Daddy's. Okay. At Warm Daddy's, we taped that. I'll never forget that shit. Mm-hmm. And like, if you look in the video, you actually see like my mom and my girl are in there. Okay. My mom and my girl in the crowd. The way they showed, the way they edited it, they showed Kev stand up and clap at the end. Yeah. But oh, he, wow. ag- but he actually stood up mid set. So I'm doing a joke. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a joke, and I'm watching Kev, like Kevin Hart, standing stand up, up, laughing at my joke. And this is my first time meeting him. Yeah. So I'm on my head in. If you listen to my set, mm-hmm. you kind of hear my voice crack a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like my voice is cracking okay. at certain parts in that joke. So like, I think because you have a Philly accent, we couldn't really tell. But like, I'm a, <laughs> but I'm on stage trying to hold that shit together. Yeah. And like, as soon as I got past my mom and my girl, uh-huh. I start crying like a baby. Yeah, no, I feel that. Like, I'm. That made me a little emotional right yeah, here. Yeah, 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 I felt that. I felt that. Yeah, cause yeah. I mean, shit, you know how it is in Philly. Yeah. Whereas like when I got into comedy, I ain't I didn't expect any of this shit. I right. got into, so I got into comedy, it was off of my friends talking into doing this shit. Right. So it was like I just wanted to make my friends laugh. I just wanted to make my friends laugh around campus. Mm-hmm. So it was like everything <coughs> everything I'm getting now, mm-hmm. this shit just like feel extra. Like I'm just I feel like I don't got nothing to lose. Like I'm just playing with house money. Right, right. And then like you said, for us coming from Philly to have one of the greats, not only in Philly, but of all time. Right. To stand up and clap. Like, bro, that's like a. And niggas gotta put some respect on Kev's name. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cause, like, I get niggas saying, I, I understand what people say, yo, this special might not be as funny as, like, he was funny in his earlier stuff or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was like, when you comparing him to him. To him, yeah. It's so he ain't like, really lost. Right, yeah. Okay. You compare yeah. Him. How do you lose if you. You're not me comparing to, me to the other to the field, right? Yeah, I'm, you comparing me to me. Yeah, so you comparing me, you comparing the special I did in a year mm-hmm. to the special I had my whole life to work on. Right, right. And then the he's not funny. When people say that, I watch people laugh at. I watch people laugh at people just putting up a picture of this nigga. Right. I watch uh, people. Yeah, I watch right, right the like, meme. Yeah, yeah. The meme. right. I yeah. watch people laugh at this nigga just saying, "Damn!" Right, right. And that's so, the thing like, with Kev. That Kev nigga hasn't. Timing, yeah, like you. Come on. Kev hasn't lost it. I feel like if anything, he's grown in more areas than just stand up comedy. And like you said, we've been comparing him to himself yeah. for a very long time. I think, uh, like I said, Kev has only grown. Uh, we have the the hot tub, uh, yeah. what a, the ice bath shit. Like it's and even then, let's say he lost a step. Is how do you expect anybody to maintain like that level of comedic, right. you know, energy? It's kind of it's like, yeah for, for all those things. It's like, kind of like the same thing. How I look at Wayne, right? Like it's like mm-hmm. people like you could argue Wayne fell off, but it's like bro, I've been doing this for twenty years. Twenty years, yeah. yeah. I right. might, it might. It might not even be a decline. It might be just because my greatness is just expected. And did I really fall off if nobody took it from me? Nobody, come take it from me. Right. Like, who's really, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Kev, um, he still got it as far as, like, we still look at him as the the newest of the greats, too. There hasn't been nobody to come up since him. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, and, and just also, he also made a conscious decision to be a mogul as right. well. Like, he's also decided he doesn't want to do just stand-up. He wants to... Pull up young guys. Yeah, exactly. Like an Anthony Moore. Exactly. Leave yeah. a legacy past whatever written jokes he has. Like, right. it's more so about infrastructure that he's building. It's right. like, it's way deeper than just the jokes. Right. Like I said, for us coming from Philly, that is not common to see somebody go down and bring people up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like... And also, just, just be fans of that. Right. But, um... Uh, going back to the barber joke, mm-hmm. uh, you also I, so my question that I had for you was what what is dating like for you as a comic? But you also have a girl. Did you have yeah. a girl for your entire career or yeah? When so well yeah we I had a girl for my entire career, but this is a different one. Okay. Um, early in my career, I was with somebody else. I was with I mean, I mean I could look back in hindsight and I like I was a horrible boyfriend. Okay. I was a horrible boyfriend with her. Yeah. Um, just because I was so young, I was so. He wasn't a horrible boyfriend then. We gotta stop. We gotta stop being hard on ourselves for being. I need therapy. Young men. About to break down. Yeah. No, um, fact, but we gotta stop being hard on ourselves yeah. for being young men because right. there was flaws in what they were doing as well. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but all none of us yeah. was perfect in those moments. So yeah, just because, like, I just I had too much freedom. Right. Too much freedom and like with my with my ex. Um no, I guess back then I just I just didn't take accountability. Okay. I used to dodge accountability where like now as I'm older I could I could admit that. Yeah. Um that's something I feel like we're gonna work on for the rest of our lives as so, men. As men, yeah. yeah. So with my ex, she when I got with her, I was fifteen. Mm. I was 15. That shit don't count, man. Right. You all right? <laughs> I know, but I was 15 yeah. and we broke up when I was about to turn 21. I mean, Listen, when man. I was, a, no, we I broke up when I was about to turn 22. So I was like, and mm. how I say, as you get older, you realize how young 22 yeah. still is. 22 is very young. Especially like now, being a 30 year old, mm-hmm. when I be, re- when I, when I watch the news and I see these stories of like, oldest oh, person was shot at 22 or 23, I'm like, right. man, y'all niggas don't even realize, y'all, y'all still kids for real. Like yeah. when I, when I, you know, remember being in high school, being a high school freshman, right? And you would see like the seniors, like, yeah. yo, this bitch damn, got they got it figured out, yeah. Like, you like, I remember telling my ass, homies, that's a low ass girl now. Facts. <laughs> I remember telling my homies, it's grown women in this school, bro. Mm, right. Like, and I remember leaving eighth grade thinking that I knew about the world. I'm right. about to go and conquer this school. I'm gonna be him and getting there and being like, damn, it's. Right. It's bigger than me. Right. I don't know yeah. shit. So I don't yeah. know shit. And there's so many points in your life when you realize that. Right. Um so that's how it was like for me and like my past relationships. Right. I just had like too much I had too much freedom earlier. Mm-hmm. Um and I just wasn't the best I wasn't the best boyfriend. Even in my relationship now. Right. Like it's been times where I know I wasn't the best boyfriend. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't been the but I mean in life we just always like a, a work in progress. Right. We learn. We learn yeah. and we grow from it. And so, I think that's the most important part. Yeah, so, um, so and I know it's been tough for her. Mm-hmm. When I got for her, I was still in Philly. Mm. I was still in Philly, just doing open mics. I was right. doing open mics, um, so I might do my one show for the night and then come right back to the crib. Right. Where now being in New York, mm-hmm. shit on a Friday, Saturday, I might I could do five or six shows easily. Right. Just bouncing around, hitting spots. Mm-hmm. I might not come home to. I might not come home to like two, three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Just off of like being and on you, different in New York, stages. that's an early night, right? Yeah, just mm-hmm. off of shit. My last show might have been at one thirty in the morning, right? 
Then I still got to catch the train home. Right. Where I'm at, I'm in Jersey. So it's okay, like. Okay, yeah, path train. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking a path and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. so shit, 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 it's just a different grind. But, I mean, she she handles it so gracefully and understanding. So the woman you would now met you um, after you have already established yourself as a comedian. Yeah, yeah. So, like, my, my ex, she met me when I was just, like, I was just a young boy. I ain't had no. Mm-hmm foresight on what I wanted to do. Right, because you said y- y'all were yeah. 15. Yeah, so my, my my girl now, she met me when I was just like an open mic comedian. Now. Got you. Yeah. So my question for you is, what was that first moment like for you? When you got your first like moment uh, as far as like, I'm, I'm, I'm a professional comedian now. Was your girl like, okay, we splitting bills, you get in. No, so for me, mm. even like, it took me a while to like, it took me a while to be okay with calling myself a professional comedian. Mm-hmm. Before I was just saying like I do comedy. I do comedy, right? So now I'm at that point where it's like I'm I'm more than this is my nine to five. Like if 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 comedy don't work, mm-hmm. I'm not eating. Right. Like mm-hmm. comedy is my only source of income. Mm-hmm. Um, but it took me a while to get to that point, and mm-hmm. I was like scared to take that leap. I was right. scared to shit to take that leap for a minute. Mm-hmm. So, but even though even when I was working. I wasn't making much. Mm-hmm. Like she always made more than me because my my last job I used to work at a school, mm-hmm. but it was just on some stuff. Like even if I'm not making it as much as you, I still don't want to put all the burden on you. Right. Yeah. I still want to because that's us as men. As men, we just want to be able to at least say that I'm carrying my own weight. Right. Which is a fair thing to ask for anybody. Yeah. It's like I don't want to feel like you. I'm leaning on you to make this work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm in a similar situation right now, dating wise, where I'm I've decided that podcasting or just content creation is the way that I want to go, and I'm yeah. seeing somebody that's uh pretty much like if she wants to stay in the career field that she's in, she'll be successful. She's gonna yeah. make like she's definitely making more than me right now. Yeah. Um, so I'm like struggling with that aspect. I think it's more so a me thing than anything because she met me as a content creator, so she's like. I believe in what you got going, and I'm not putting the pressure on you. And to, it's like, all about as, le- uh, as long as you're trying to be productive or showing that you're making an effort. Right. So that's what is really like. That's really the important thing. So, like for example, uh, niggas about to have me get vulnerable on here. Yeah, um, let's do it. That, that's the type of show that we do here. It's candy. Yeah, you're about candy. to get candy. So, get candy. so I remember. I remember when I get. Um, I remember 2016. I got fired from my job. Right. Right. I got fired from my job, and um. It was a situation where I used to work at schools. So a kid lied and said I hit him. Mm. So I had to go through this whole long ass process in order to be be able to work again. So I gotta like try to get my clearances. Um like I gotta go through that whole process. Right. Like just getting the school clearances together and all of this shit. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't really but outside of that, I was just being on some lazy shit. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really trying to, um, I really just wasn't handling business. And it's like, even if I'm not working, while I'm going through that whole process of getting my name clear, at least be productive, like do something else in the meanwhile. Right. But I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, like, I'm not going to say the relationships suffered, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like, I know I could have did a better effort of at least like showing that I'm making, like that I'm trying to be productive in some type of way. Right. So that's why for me, when I say, um, when I, I was talking to Dom, when I, when I, I think I asked him like, is cheating is a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. I feel like 
not even just on some physical shit, just like emotionally. Yeah. Just like I could understand a partner's emotional needs not mm-hmm. feeling met. So I could understand just because it's like you're not doing your job as um to just make them feel yeah, whole and or a making them feel safe, making right. them yeah. feel safe, making them feel like yo you doing what you supposed to, you're not on your job. Right. And at that point, I wasn't on my job. And yeah. I and I told her at that point where um it, like cuz I don't want to say she questioned the relationship, right. but I understand like her not not feeling secure because mm-hmm. I wasn't so she cheated on you, is what you're saying? I'm not saying she she didn't cheat. Okay. Yeah, that's what I said, right? <laughs> right. No, she didn't cheat. Well, at least emotionally a no, little no, bit. No, but like. it wasn't like on some physical shit. It was on some like you caught her texting or, or Yeah, just like on some text. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. so it wasn't like so physical shit, but it was just on some like but it was on some mm-hmm. a betrayal of trust, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't even like but I don't even wanna say that it's just like I wasn't on my shit. Right. So it's like I get I didn't make you feel like I was doing what I needed to. Right. That's mature of you to feel like that. Yeah, was yeah. this for the first re- or or the current relationship? Um, you don't uh, have to give up yeah. time frame. Right, yeah, yeah. You, you could just, <laughs> one of those. Yeah, yeah. 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 One let, one me, let me, let me. So um, yeah. the only reason I asked yeah. if it was the first because I know you were younger. So right, I yeah. was going to say. But at the same time, in this, in this one, like mm-hmm. this current relationship too, I was younger. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I, either way, regardless of what, what time frame yeah. it is, that is a mature thing for you to be like, yeah. I wasn't fulfilling you in certain ways. Um. Yeah. But and also, two wrongs don't make a right. right. Two wrongs don't make like, a right. right. But it don't right. necessarily mean she did wrong. If she, because what it sounds like is he might have caught her before she might have made a bad decision. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it is mature to be like I was fucking up, so I can see why it was a problem. But it's still like, nah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, fuck <laughs> um, I don't feel like cheating is a deal breaker for me though. Okay. Um. If his dick wasn't bigger than mine, right? <laughs> <laughs> as long as yeah. he, you know what I'm saying, okay. if I don't, if you, sh- you got to show me who, all right, okay. you cheated on me, show me who. <laughs> if I don't feel like he flyer to me, it got to be a parallel right. movement. Okay. If I feel like he was lower to me, you a skank dirty, yeah. it's over with. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you know what I'm saying, it's over with. Yeah. But honestly, it, it got to be cheating up too. But if you cheat up, I can't say that my insecurities won't get involved. Yeah, that's going to hurt the pride too. It's like, damn. Yeah. yeah. But if you stay with me, then I might, you know what I'm saying? Maybe then I might have to realize it is an insecurity. If she stuck with me, then he might have just been a moment. You feel right, me? Right. So okay. I don't know. That's yeah. that's just an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. I, I've never cheated. As far as I know, I've never been cheated on and I haven't cheated yet. Right, okay. yeah. And that's, so, that's one thing too. Mm-hmm. That's why, um, you know how, like, they say women, women are more, like, have a more of a tendency to go through phones. Yeah. And like, that's why I don't go through phones. I yeah, through I don't phones. do that either. And if you like, go through my phone. Because I know if I go through her phone, you're going to see something. You're going you to see something. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, why I'm, like, I'm not even going to disturb my happiness. Right. You're <laughs> going to see something. Yeah, yeah. So I, at that point, I feel like if the moment she even attempts to, it's like, listen, it's done. Yeah. The yeah. trust is done. It doesn't matter what you find in this phone. Because if you look for something, you're going to find it. Right. Especially with me. I feel like I have a flirtatious vibe, whatever. Yeah. So if you go looking for something, you're definitely going to find it. But once I once that's the 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 move for you, I'm just gonna call it quits right there. Mm. It don't matter which like I'm I'm gonna save you the time. It's done. Okay. Um, <laughs> that that's just how I carry it. I, w- I was gonna ask also like there's a gap right in between the two long term relationships. How was yeah. that like that gap like that? That's what I was gonna between. ask. It. Yeah. So because I'm ass- yeah. I'm assuming at some point during that gap there was a road period where you're doing at least from Philly to New York. You're like yeah. I might be do some shows in Philly. 
might do some shows in New York. What what was the dating life like for you uh in those moments? Um the dating life. Bro, I, bro, honestly, bro, I don't know how I was doing comedy. No, nah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know how I was doing comedy. Couldn't find the time. Like, no, I was like that's the thing. I was finding the time, but mm-hmm. bro, I was out here. I was moving reckless. Yeah. I was bro, <laughs> yeah. I was here. Any everything moving. You were wearing condoms though, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I, okay. Good. Good. I I but, can't say that I necessarily but you know what? I'm no comedian. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> the in between sessions bro, for me are a lot longer. Bro, I had, I, I had yeah. too much fun. Yeah. Okay. I had too much fun. But that like I was having fun when I was in Philly. Let me ask you this though. Were you kissing the girls that you say? Let's say, for example, it's I'm a one a night kisser. Thing. Really? Yeah, I'm a big kisser. I am too, <laughs> but it's like I feel like that's more intimate than the sex. So I'm not yeah. kissing every girl yeah. that I might be fucking. No, no, but my level of intimacy, like my big level of intimacy, is just taking off my socks. If you I did take, mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. telling you, if I take off my socks, like I'm really comfortable. Yeah, I agree like, with if that hundred percent. Yeah, I mean my feet cool, but it's, matter of fact, my toes cool. It's my heels. Oh, oh the heels? Yeah. I got I got rough heels. Hundred miles <laughs> running, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like these, like these feet, they look like you know how when people like do like the Hollywood like Walk of Fame when they put their hands right. on the cement. Right. Yeah, that's how my feet look. Like I just yeah, put my like feet on cement <laughs> and I just let it sit and I yeah. wash them off. Yeah, yeah. Nah, for me, the the feet is a big thing. Um, I know in the last pod on I uh, listened to this why you shit. Tune into that episode as well. Y'all talked about kinks and stuff like that. Yeah, that's my kink. I'm a foot guy. Yeah, no, no, same. Mm. Like I can't do a, I can't do a bad foot. I can't. If your do toes a look bad crazy. Foot, it's not gonna work. Yeah, it's like, oh, what, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I try to make that like a point early in the relationship. Like, I'm very comfortable with myself, so I will say like, I like feet, and if they feet look crazy, they might sit. Cause you know what's funny? Every girl think they got pretty feet. Right, and so you those, know what a like as a foot nigga, as yeah. a fellow foot nigga, <laughs> as a fellow foot nigga, bro. Yeah, yeah. I know what a bad what foot a, look like. Exactly, and if the foot look bad, I'm gonna play it off when they send it to me. Like, oh yeah, yeah, you got some. Yeah. My voice go hot. Yeah, yeah, you got some. <laughs> yeah, you mean they bad feet? You didn't hear from me after that. It was bad feet, <laughs> that and that's it, what it that was. was it? Exactly. Okay, interesting. I've had luck at the draw with that though. Most of the okay. girls that I've dealt with, I haven't dealt with too many bad feet, Jones. That's good. Like it don't it don't get that far. Yeah. But um yeah, the feet, I gotta know what them feet look like before we go any farther. Yeah. I got some pretty feet on me right now with, with the joint I'm dealing with. Okay. She got some good toes. Yeah, that's, that's what's crazy. My my girl now, like, she got some real pretty feet, but that's what she, keep but, me. but she don't like feet. Uh, that's what's crazy. She got yeah. some pretty ass feet, but she stayed with socks on. Yeah, take them socks Just take off. Take them off. Yeah. 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 I had sex in the studio. And um, in this studio, yeah, in here, okay. yeah, 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 oh, on nice. that couch, <laughs> and that couch over there. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, over there? No, that one, that oh, okay. one. Yeah, that yeah, one. where he sleep at? Over oh, there? Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Huh? Yeah, Dom also fucked in that one. Okay, as well. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we do here. Damn, that's a, that's a that, fucking couch. Yeah. Room yeah. Raiders. You, you ever watch Room Raiders? I need that like light with like the like check the spot. <laughs> yeah. To see that with the with the fucking. I might be sitting to some dom juice right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Not on that. I don't think anybody did anything. On that. Well, actually, I don't who knows. Yeah, no. Yeah, we did. We, we, oh, okay. I did. And that, and that one did. also. No, this one I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's yeah. was it, okay. Game wait, night. What? Game night or whatever night we did was the team it, night. I did. Was that. it with a fellow powder? Like, no, was, she didn't. No. Was no. It Oh okay. Yeah, we we don't share what we eat. <laughs> yeah. But um okay. Yeah, no, nah, I definitely told her I popped them socks off. Like, you know how the elastic get to a certain point where you could just flick it off and it yeah. pop up in the air? I popped. I said take these off. She was like, "What?" I said, "Take these socks. 
pick the motherfucking socks off. Okay. Okay. I'm finna suck them toes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's what we yeah. That's what I that's what I do. And that's what that's what I've done here. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. That's oh yeah, on the phone. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, yeah, real niggas in the building. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. That's how you gotta I mean, yeah. that's how we carry it. Yeah. Lock screen type shit. Um but uh back to the comedy stuff. Where do you where do you wanna take uh comedy? Like, do you see yourself doing like writing for shows or um, yeah yeah or I do want to write for show. I actually just submitted what's crazy I actually just submitted a, a writing packet to try to be a writer on the show okay and now these niggas on strike mm. as soon as I try to get that a leads writing, perfectly as soon as perfectly. I try to get a writing yeah. job these <laughs> yeah. niggas going on strike man. yeah yeah but so I guess I'm, it's cool because once things open up I guess if I was to get the writing job I mean that would make things better for me right. right I remember at one point for comedians like that was like the sign that you made it like you got a sitcom. Right, yeah. Um, and like you mentioned, uh, there's the strike. Do you have any friends that are participating in oh, the strike? I got a bunch of friends that's on the strike. Yeah, I got a bunch. I have a bunch of friends that's on strike right now. Mm -hmm. Um, whether it be on SNL, mm -hmm. um, who else on strike? Shit, I just saw Quinta. She on strike. I love that. And, Billy um, in the building. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm so happy for her. Just like to have. Such a successful show, right? And then keep it Philly too. Like right, I think that's yeah, a big thing for me. Like yeah, it, but it I, feels Philly. Yeah, yeah, but I, I be wanting to react for her. Mm -hmm. I be I be having to catch yeah. myself. I be yeah. wanting to react for her because she got that major network money now. Yeah, so it's like Quinta. She can't be. She she got to chill sometimes. Like she can't be that. She can't let yeah. out her inner Philly nigga that she <laughs> right. on the shore. She wants to. Right. Cause I be seeing some wild shit online. Yeah, on Twitter. Where yeah. I've never seen so many people cast a show where you see on Twitter where people like, oh, we need to get this person on Abbott. Right. Or right. or we need to have Drewski play the lunch lady. <laughs> right. Or it just be like all types of wild ideas. And it's like, She'll or, do even, it though. or even I had people say to me, yeah. yo, you need to talk to Quinta about getting you on Abbott. It's like, yo, her show is perfect as is. Yeah. If, if she find a spot for me, cool. But it's like when people say, yo, you need to reach out to her about putting you on it. It's like, I'm, I'm sure she got a million requests like that all yeah. day. Right. Same, same thing with like, it's the same thing with kind of like, People say the same thing about Kev. Mm -hmm. You need to talk to Kev about putting you in a movie. It's like I'm sure it's a it's sure it's a bunch of people in front of the line right. before me. So right. it's like I'm not going to add that added pressure. Right. And the thing and, the thing people have to realize with stuff like that is, if it was right, they would do it. Right. Yeah. It it, it everything happened when it makes sense. Exactly. Even so, for example, when I got hard of the city, right? When mm -hmm. I taped that, when I taped that show with Kev. I remember when I first moved, I moved to New York 2015. I auditioned for Wildin' Out. Mm -hmm. I auditioned for this other MTV show called Joking Off. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get them. Mm -hmm. I didn't, like I had good auditions for both, just didn't get them. And um, didn't get the shows. Mm -hmm. And then I'm at work one day. I'm at work, I'm working at a school in Brooklyn. Fast forward to 2016. Mm -hmm. I'm at work, producer from Comedy Central hit me up. Hey Anthony, um, we putting together the list of comedians like for this Kevin Hart show, mm -hmm. and they and they asked me they were like, were you ever on TV before? And I said like I wasn't, mm -hmm. so I thought this was gonna hurt my chances. Right. So I'm like, no, I was never on TV. So I'm thinking like, damn, they ain't gonna want me. 
And they were like, perfect. We're mm-hmm. looking for comedians that never been on TV. Okay. Right. So if I had got wilding out right. or joking off, I wouldn't have got to work with Kevin Hart. Right. I wouldn't have had that 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 whole opportunity would have never came around. I wouldn't have had that relationship right. that I have now. That's so definitely like, a perfect example. Yeah, so it's like yeah. everything happens when it's supposed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was wondering, how did you uh, meet Quinta? Like, how was that meeting her? I met Quinta, so I met Quinta 2014. I met okay. her. Oh, wow. Around the time, so when she first popped off of that He Got Money video, yeah. mm-hmm. she had did a show at the Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, so she was doing stand-up. Like, at that time, yeah, she, and she still, like, she'll still do stand-up. So I did a show with her, so I did her first show, I did her first big show mm-hmm. at the Hard Rock Cafe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, they were looking for, like, broad? no, it was, um, where was that shit at? It was, like, on, like, 12th? In market, okay, think, yeah, like that's the, that is the one. That's what yeah, I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. One, yeah. So we did a show there, and um, they were just looking for like a local Philly comedian to open the show. Mm-hmm. So it was like, so it was Quinta, this other chick that was on Girl Code, um, like, like two other people. And then Quinta closed out the show. Mm-hmm. Like I, I killed it. So we just stayed in contact. So whenever she had a show in Philly, she would always um. Like hit me up, like ask me if I wanted to open for it, or like she had a show in New York, mm-hmm. she would hit me. But it's just it's been dope watching her rise, mm-hmm. cause I remember like I ran into her a few times. Like I remember one time I ran into her downtown, mm-hmm. ran into her downtown Philly. I'm chilling outside this open mic. She was like, "Oh, what you doing out here?" And I told her I was about to go on stage. She was like, "Oh, I'll go up." Mm-hmm. Oh, and like nice. she just went like she That's just cool. happened to go up like and do the open mic. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, or it was another time where she like, cooked or no? Yeah, like Quint- her stand up is actually funny. Mm-hmm. So that's what like is dope watching her because she's one of the few like um internet personalities that's not just the internet personality. Right. I don't even consider her like she's known to the world. She might be known to people as an internet personality, right. but she's like just an amazing writer, um, actors. Yeah. Like she could do stand up. She like mm-hmm. just, like talented. In all fields, so it was dope right. watching her just do her thing. Yeah, yeah, watching her success. So we we mentioned Quinta, we mentioned Kev. Um, how would you feel if you like like how do you or maybe you and your partner have talked about this? What do you what do you feel about like a celebrity hall pass? A like, do you have one? Do I have um? Do I have one? Like for her, for you, for her, whether you're not y'all discuss it. For you, let's say for example, I don't have one for her, but I know what celebrity she do like. Okay, would you give her a hall pass? Let's say, um, no. And which celebrity? <laughs> no, no. I know. I happen. I forget how I found out, but we was watching some movie, and um, with Michael. She like Michael Ealy. Michael Ealy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Michael Ealy's a little corny. He's with the with the lights a lot. Yeah, yeah. The lights. Yeah. yeah. He's a little corny though. I wouldn't let that one go. Yeah. You don't. So you don't. I'm, I was watching something, and I was like. Oh, you like this nigga? I was like, yeah. you like this nigga? And she just started laughing. And I was Aww. like, yo, stop fucking playing with me. <laughs> right. And that's what, like, the stop fucking playing with you, that'll make it really, like, come yeah, up. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, they're like, yeah, she yeah. really started laughing. So that's why, like, I kind of figured out she liked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. What celebrity do I like? It's a lot for me. I mean, yeah, shit. Rihanna. Coyla Ray. That's one oh, for me. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, Coyla like Ray. Yeah, Coyla okay. Ray. 
I see, I, I see the vision, but that, yeah. that's I would have never thought you would have said that answer. That's who that's like? you know, yeah, that's interesting. This alcohol going through me. Um, who else do I like? Yeah. Um, yeah, Brianna, she she the one, but yeah, that's a little, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Celebrity hope as is interesting for you because you get to see a lot of celebrities. I know, and that was like that was yeah, that was also tough. Like, so yeah. it's like. Yeah, let me chill, cause like, cause you might see them. Somebody yeah. might be attainable one yeah. day. Right, they might show up at the. Yeah, the that's cellar. why I could throw out Rihanna, cause like yeah. she got a family, she ain't right. worried about that's, me. That's that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other, yeah. yeah, that's the you thing. Never, you do never know who you'll see there, cause I remember, shit, I see a few people at the cellar, mm-hmm. and I just didn't realize they was that famous. Mm-hmm. Like oh. it was one night I'm at the cellar. And Selena Gomez was there. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. That's one of those ones that you don't expect because you think yeah. Disney Channel. Right, so right. I looked at her. So I'm like, let me look at her Instagram. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> 48 she, million followers. <laughs> no, no she, yeah. she, I think she's the most followed person on Instagram. That's insane to me. It's like it not right. Wizards of Waverly Place. No yeah. way. Like her and and also, you know who else was at the cellar one night? Mm-hmm. Um, The chick Priyanka. Priyanka, oh. which is um Nick yeah. Jonas' wife. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's super famous too. By the way, Selena Gomez, four hundred and fourteen million followers. Four hundred and fourteen. Yes. I mean, what she, is she like, like? She could lose a million followers. She could lose five million followers, and it would still mean nothing. No, it wouldn't nothing. matter. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. So she so. And Priyanka Chopra, eighty-seven million. So yeah. these are people Damn. with a lot of yeah. followers. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, you're right. At the cellar, you do never know who you're. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Those are two of the Because the cellars are smaller rooms, right? Like, so the way, yeah, the comedy cellar, it's not the biggest. They have four different venues, mm-hmm. but I think the main venue might hold like 150. That's not, yeah. The Village Underground so, uh, might. Yeah. So it's still like, so it's a nice size crowd, but it's still yeah. intimate. Yes. Okay. It's still yeah. intimate. Um, so, a lot, though. That's and, still a, like, and yeah. above the original room, they have a restaurant, the Olive Tree. Okay. The Olive Tree Cafe, it isn't that big. So it's like, if you're in there, it's a good space, but it's like, you still feel close. Mm-hmm. Still close and um, still intimate, too. So you'll be in there sitting at a booth, and you'll look at the booth across from you, and it just might be like Chris Rock and Aziz just chilling in right. there. Right. I love shit like that, though. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, it's cool as shit to just mm-hmm. see. And that's what kind of makes the dream feel even real. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, shit, I'm really not that far away. Right. Like, this shit is attainable. Right. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Where I used to work at before I got fired a couple weeks ago, (laughs) (laughs) I was doing sales. Like, uh, I worked for, I'm not even going to say their name, but I did luxury sales. And um, Lil' Kim came in there and a few other people. But it's just like, what are you doing in here? Was it your fault that you got fired? No, nah, they, really. they wanted me out of there. Yeah, oh, okay. Really. All right. yeah. That's how that's how that should be. Yeah. Like when I got fired from my job, when the kid said I hit him, it was like, so I was a TSS worker, or mm-hmm. a peer professional. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, some of these kids, some of these kids, they might lash out at you. Right. They mm-hmm. might try to hit you. Right. And you you might just be blocking yourself or something like Protecting that. Protecting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So that's how it was, where it was like a kid that's known for like attacking Staff, staff workers, yeah, staff. Attack, attacking staff, known for telling st- most teachers and most administration that knew him knew how this student was. Right. And my dad my dad had a similar situation like that yeah, with him. Where yeah. this was at the beginning of the, the school year where it was just a brand new principal. Mm. So all the other staff knew me from last year. I, I worked at the school for, for a year already. Mm-hmm. So they already knew me. Whereas this new principal didn't know me, didn't know that student. Right. Uh, you got to go. 
Mm. Yeah. Stuff so, like that happens for a reason. And it yeah, like it sets right. off a chain of events. Like I really I know for a fact that I needed to be here to mm. do what I've done in the last few weeks and everything prior. So mm. I'm not mad at it. I didn't right. want to be there anyway. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All of that stuff happens. So to keep that short, everything happens for a reason everything. for y'all looking out That's there. Right. So Nine times out of ten, if you got fired from a job, it was a job you didn't want to be at anyway. Yeah, that's so, true. You know what I mean? I'm going to ask a real, like, comedian question. Like, who's the hardest comic that you had to follow, especially, like, at the cellar? That's the hardest comic that I had to follow? Yeah. It wasn't really, like, a... It's never really usually, like, a big name. The big names okay. are the easiest to follow for really? me, honestly. Right. Okay. So, because it's like the, the crowd energy is so high, I just got to ride their waves. Okay, that's right. So it's and been a expect, few, you're expecting yeah. that, too. So it's been a few times I had to follow... Aziz or follow Kev. Right. Mm. And that's when, like, I really murder. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, those guys are funny. Mm. Those guys are really funny. But when they're working out, if they're working out new material, sometimes the crowd might just laugh because of who they are. Right. It's like me, I'm unknown. Right. Mm. I'm like, I'm You got I'm that not, X I'm, factor. I'm not famous. So it's like, I'm at that point where I'm still hungry. I'm still. Not to say that these guys aren't, but I got a different level of hunger where right. I got to prove who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. so I really like, I'm trying to show y'all that I belong here. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I really just got to ride their energy. Whereas like, it's certain people, it's more so the hardest people to follow is like somebody with, um, was hard, not hard for me to follow, but it's certain guys that do crowd work. Mm. So, oh, okay. so it's like, it's been right. a few times, right. it's, it, the hardest follow, this was years ago, and this was like maybe like 2018. I'm, I had to follow David Tell, mm-hmm. right. and David Tell is like a legend, been right. doing comedy probably like 30 years now, and he he has great material, and he also has great crowd work. So mm-hmm. this was a night where he was like riffing on stage with somebody. He has somebody else on stage with him, and they riffing together doing oh, crowd yeah. work. The bumping mics thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's like do the bumping mics, and now I gotta go up and just do a regular set. So I gotta kind of turn it back into just. Regular. We we doing a regular set. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that I was see. um yeah, so that was definitely kinda tough. Mm. But now I'm at that point where I kinda went through a phase of the comedy of I went through a phase of clubs, not even just the seller, where certain clubs booking me and then not booking me. So now I'm at the point where it's like the worst thing that could happen if they don't book me is just me, they not work me again. Right. So now I'm not I'm okay. I'm at that point where it's like I know what it is to get something and lose it. So it's just like mm-hmm. all right, I'll figure it out again. Yeah. That's one of the most beautiful things as a creator, just knowing like if I can lose it, it, but I know I, I, I know how to get it. I back. know how to get it back. That could that's another thing that I feel like can make or break you. Yeah. Uh, I feel like for me as a creator in some spaces where I felt like I know I can get it back. So it I've done enough to get to a certain point. Like let's say for example, we talking monetarily, right? Mm-hmm. I made enough money. I fucked up the money, but I know I can get it back. Right. I feel like certain things like that can make or break you. Right. Yeah, um, that's how you know if you really know what you're doing or not. Because yeah. that, that weeds out the people that did it by accident. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to stop them. What? I don't want to stop, but I got pissed. Bad I got to pee really bad. Oh, okay, too. well, there we go. We, we can yeah. pause. We can pause. Yeah, we can pause. <laughs> we can pause. <laughs> well, we're back from the pee break. Yeah. The next segment <laughs> that we're going to get into is something I like to call X-Files. X-Files is a segment where we talk about a relationship mm-hmm. or just uh, a past relationship. Okay. Where Or a past moment, you know, situation, whatever the case was. Something in your past dating life. It could be romantic, fucked up, whatever the case is, or a mixture of them both. And you just tell a story without saying any names. 
Okay. For this one, um, I've been telling fucked up stories for all the episodes, <laughs> yeah. whether my dick didn't get hard or whatever the case. <laughs> my dick doesn't get hard in this story either. This oh. happened to me more than once. I, I deal with performance anxiety on a, uh, one or more occasion. Um, it is what it is. Yeah. This this particular time is like, I'm going to tell you a story about the most romantic date that I took someone on. Because someone recently took me on a more romantic date than the one, this one. But um, I was dating this girl long distance. Um, and this was like post-pandemic things were changing. And she we were talking. She told me she was going to Miami. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, all right, bet. I didn't say anything. I just said, you know what? Um, I'm going to meet you down there. So I took her on a date in Miami. I get down. I buy my own hotel. She has hers. She's doing her thing with her friend because they already had something planned, um, which is a little funny. I think it might have been her friend's birthday, but, you know, nonetheless. Right. Uh, I get to Miami, you know, I check into my hotel and I take her to a date. My The place that I pick for the date is literally like right down the street from my hotel. Like literally, like I go down the steps and it's it's the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I t- it's a Cuban restaurant. Our food was mad good. Um, before we even get to the date though, I this this is this is how much money niggas was getting during the pandemic. I, I take- was getting too much money. Too much money. I'm already, my hotel is at the restaurant. I catch an Uber to her hotel to pick her up. The wealth. And an Uber back to the spot. Damn. Where, exactly. But you know what I mean? Yeah, niggas are like, shit, I got another 600 coming. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> it's coming next. I didn't even work for it. Mind you, no, actually at this point, I'm working and collecting unemployment. So, yeah. yeah you <laughs> Getting it. So, I'm, uh, so I, I, we catch it back. We have a, we have a great meal or whatever. And then, um, you know, She's telling me like this is I don't think anybody's ever done anything like this for me. I just took a flight from Philadelphia to Atlanta mm. to not to Atlanta to, to to Miami just to meet you here to take you out to dinner. Um, you know, we go, we have dinner. I uh eventually go back to her apartment or the apartment where her and her friend were staying. They were staying in like a it's actually a hotel, but it was an apartment style. It was it was one of them places where you can you can buy an apartment in that hotel if you want to. Like, right. you know how certain Hiltons and stuff like that be having it. Um, we get there, we vibe, and I play like Uno with her and her roommate for a little bit. Okay. And then mm-hmm. we get to a point where like she kind of shut the door to the suite. Like, she's going to stay over there. We're going to stay over here. Okay. She, All right. Immediately after she shuts the door, she jumps on me. And, you know, we kind of get to it. I'm eating pussy. Okay. Eating pussy, sucking toes. Sucking toes. I'm eating ass. I'm in Miami. I'm oh. doing different <laughs> shit. This is the first ass I've ever eaten. I've only oh. eaten two. Okay. Two, maybe maybe, maybe three. I might have been drunk on a night. I'm trying to remember. Oh, you, okay. Yeah. This is, the first, this is the first ass, though. Okay. All right. Um, And we get into it. And, you know, now I'm about to fuck. I'm so nervous. I've kind of had a crush on this girl for years at this point. So it's one of them things, like, the anxiety was at an all-time high, and I left right. the blue true at my apartment. Damn. I mean, my, my my hotel room. Right. But um, I I ate pussy to the wee morning. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> but, good to. But but yeah, yeah. After a while, the nerves started to end, and then I did fuck. Okay. Did okay. Fuck. That's okay. good. Eventually but got there. It was a quick joint, quick oh, in and okay, out. Okay. But it was worth every second of it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I beat it down for the for the moments that I had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then um, you know, we went on the balcony. We had our little moment on the balcony too. And 
eventually we fall asleep. But it was a it was a beautiful and romantic <laughs> evening in the in the city of Miami. Miami, right? Yeah. yeah. So that is my X Files for this evening. Okay. Yeah. What you're saying. All right. Um. You want me? I'm sharing one, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you have an X Files, I'm trying to think. I got man. I got so many stories. It don't. It don't. What, it don't have to be romantic. So. One, like we. I mean, what's the vibe? That one. That one's something <laughs> romantic. <laughs> something fucked up. Give us a clip. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's yeah. real fucked up. Bro, I don't. I don't have so many wild stories with my exes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for me, bro, in college, I was living, I was living terrible. Yeah, I was, I was living foul in college. In college, <laughs> bro, I had so many different like just situations. I had like two girls on campus. Mm, you playing a dangerous game? Yeah, playing a dangerous game. Very like, dangerous, bro. Mm-hmm. I was a dickhead. I would leave one girl dorm. And go see, like, <laughs> I would leave this one girl dorm at the end of the night, tell her goodnight, tell her, all right, I'm going to hit you when I get back home. Right. And then I would just drive to the other girl dorm. Yeah. And park my car right in front of her <laughs> shit. I've done that. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Yeah. And then they, they would both get their tweets off. Like, they would both sub-tweet about me. Like, oh. But with different color hearts. Mm. So one would tweet. <sighs> my so, man just left here. My man, my right. man, my so man. So one, one would tweet with a purple heart. Right. The other would tweet with a green heart. So, <laughs> yeah, it'd be on some shit like that. So it's the Lakers, yeah. It would be like, yeah, my man just left. The other mm. one tweet, my man just pulled up. Yeah. Mm. So I'm over, like, go go to one crib. I one chick down. Mm-hmm. Then I go to the other crib. Then I go to the other dorm. Knock her down. And as I'm leaving, I'm then about to go home. I had a good night. You know what I'm saying? Nigga had a little double-double. Right. And go home. I hear, I hear the car alarm outside. Mm. <sighs> hit a car alarm. I'm like, I know this bitch ain't just. I walk right outside, get socked. Mm-hmm. Walk right out to my like just like just straight socking. Then mm-hmm. they then I just leave. They go they I, I leave. They both have a good conversation. They both like with each other. Yeah. So they okay. Yeah. They both have a good bro. I was living. Bro, I don't miss that shit at all. Yeah. That's why like that's why you see a nigga receding. <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm you dealing with distress and karma. Yeah, a lot I, was, of, yeah. I was living. Man, I was putting myself through a lot of stress for no reason, man. Right. That's why I don't. So how did they find out? I mean, it was just how did they? I was just moving sloppy. Mm. It was just me. It was just me. You get away with something for too long, you start to just be like, man, they don't even give a fuck, right? Yeah. When mm. it was like, no, man. So it was, that shit was horrible. That man. shit was a, a terrible. It was a collaborative there. effort, a plot against you. Yeah. So, <laughs> plot against Anthony Moore. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Like that, mm. that a smear up. campaign, if you will. <laughs> it was. It was a smear campaign. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got, man, I got so many X stories, man. Yeah. You want to give us another one? It sounded like you had another one on, on the tip. Um, I got anything happier. I definitely had situations where I definitely did. Like, mm. you ever had a situation where it's like you've been wanting to hit the chick, and it's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get drunk. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get drunk. I'm about to get twisted because it's, but it's a real thin line between you getting drunk and you having like unlimited stamina, right? And then it's like it's that extra little bit of like that extra sip or that extra shot that where it take you, you past the point, so where you okay. can't even get up, right? You can do shit, yeah. yeah. So it's like I'm over there, I'm over there, same situation. Mm-hmm. I'm eating it, like no, 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 like I'm gonna get there. I'm yeah, eating. like give me a second. I'm gonna eat it some more. Get me, give me a second. Yeah, I'm gonna eat it some more. You spitting on it, then you, <laughs> then it's like it's only you could only play it off, but so much because you don't right. want her thinking you you not attracted to her. Yeah, which is something that we that that that's in our favor as men because women will go to 
are you not attracted to right, me? Yeah, before they'd be like, what's wrong with your yeah, dick? Right. Yeah, like, they'll, blame, they'll blame their self yeah. before, before they blame they, you. Yeah. When you know it's like, no. It's I, me. I, it's, I, I want this shit. Right. It's just, I had a little bit too, too much, much to drink. drink. Yeah. So yeah, I remember one time, I thought I was about to put it on this chick, man. And this bitch just ended up having a good night of sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yo, I think I'm about to, I'm thinking I'm about to knock her out the frame. Right. No, we just got a good full eight hours. Yeah. Like, we, woke up, <laughs> we woke up well rested that night. Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever been finessed out the head where they be like, I never got no good head before? <coughs> oh, where they man. do like a nigga move. Yeah. Because honestly, hey, I'm like, gonna keep- no, 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 no. I really don't. Cause like me, like that's my. I'm all into the foreplay. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. mind. Mm. I don't mind eating a. Yeah. Eating a box. That's what I want to do. Me that's, too. Especially when I'm in my bag. When I like. I think foreplay is necessary to yeah, like take things lick, to the next yeah, level. Yeah, I want to lick every inch of you. Exactly. Mm. Especially if I if I'm really fucking with you like that, I think foreplay is necessary. Yeah. But I think I feel like I got finessed just a little bit, <laughs> where Shorty was like, I never, I never came from here before. Right, and I I ate the box crazy, uh huh. And I took her to that next level, and she was like, nobody ever did that for me before. And I'm just like, I don't know if you're lying or not, but I'm a rock with it. Cause yeah. it didn't really feel like it. I don't know if this. It may or may not. But her reaction told me that she definitely. You know what I'm saying like <laughs> I did what I was supposed to do. Right, right. But whether or not that was the first time, I don't know. Mm. If it was the first time she came from head or not, I don't care. That's the other thing. Right. I don't care. Right. I in my head, I I I will live with being the first finessed or not. Okay. I, do I feel like I was finessed? A little bit. Because <laughs> yeah. we all say that as men, we be like, right. I never had head this good. To right. be fair, she also gave me the best head that I've ever had. That wasn't a lie. Because right. I feel like I say that sometimes. But this this head that she gave me was the best head that I ever had. So. <laughs> Okay. You know what I mean? So there you go. There's some. I feel like there might be some truth to all of that. Mm. All you right, know what I mean? All right. Okay. Yeah, but um, this has been a good episode. Um, yeah. I I appreciate you coming through, and also, like 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 I said, you gave my boy Dom a chance. You gave me a yeah. shot as well, and um, I no, I appreciate no, you coming no, to no. sit on the couch with us and be candid. No, no, definitely, bro. And anytime. Want me to come back? I got you. Like and, a, yeah, and you, and you're in New York. I'm yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Brooklyn, like I'll, I'll help you navigate the scene, whether like whatever avenue you're trying to work, whether it be like podcasting or anything like whether it be like finding a new spot, finding a job, but anything like that. Definitely need a job. I got yeah, fired no. like two <laughs> weeks ago. No, so I, I definitely got you. And shit, shit. Yeah. Now that Pro- I know you, production up, assistant, whatever they need. Yeah, now that I know I'm you up there. there, shit. If you want to come through through my pod, I would definitely help, bro. That'd be great. Yeah. I have the know-how. You know what I mean? And I'll show you around North Jersey. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I got you, bro. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. If you know, For the ladies, you gave him the same pussy for his birthday, for Christmas. Give him something different, you know, for this next holiday. Give him that butthole. Give him that butthole. <laughs> Make it special. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And for the fellas... My advice for you is is the same because I've I've been experiencing this. If you're going to go get something to eat, order two. Even though she says she's not hungry, she gonna she, want something. She's going to eat some Bro. of yours. If I order fries, I'm going to eat all the fries. I didn't order enough fries to share with you. Order two just in case. Right. All right, you're going to thank me later. And I wish you guys all the success that you deserve and nothing more. Once again, I'm your host Cameron J. 
We're here with I'm Anthony Moore. Anthony Moore. And we also have Eladio Polanco behind the, you know, behind the board, pulling Ones the strings and, and pressing the buttons. Yeah. So, you know, socials will be linked in the in the bio below. Yes. All right. Just Thank you guys for tuning in. I'ma just pop my shit. Yeah. I might just flood this bitch. Okay. These niggas ain't up like this. Yeah. If it's something it's stuck like that. Okay. These niggas ain't cut like that. Uh. Look at my tag, what's this? Yeah. These niggas ain't on this yet. Yeah. Spin a bag, need this.